We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm sorry, Nate. What is going on here with this special guest? If you didn't miss Joe Adele last time, we got Cal Ripken Jr. on legitimately. This is Cal. Had to throw that out. You know, I, I, I didn't know if he was going to stick around, so we had to. I wanted to get it on, but uh, man, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host, Jared Timms, joined along with Nate Green, coming off a fantastic episode with Angels outfielder Joe Adele. That was extremely exciting to talk with him. Um, go, wa- go watch it. Go listen to it. If you have not already, you can find it on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple, anywhere that YouTube's or YouTube's anywhere that podcast can be found. You can probably find that. So a lot of fun talking with him. A lot of, uh, a lot of good baseball background there. Had a, had an absolute blast, but no guest tonight besides Cal Ripken, who is no longer here. The dog the dog how you doing you gotta make you gotta make sure that that's clarified we, we don't want people uh, to be like the name of the podcast is joined by cal ripkin yeah <laughs> yeah so. exactly how uh, you doing that's uh, good good day um excited off season time you know this is the one time that i can be excited so whoa 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 whoa, whoa. come on come on don't i'll be excited when i'll be excited when ron's got this team over 500 in july We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Well, that being said, Angels introduced Ron Washington today. Are you ready to run through a wall for Ron Washington? Yeah, I sent that. Of course you, of course you tweeted it. I was the first one to say it. Don't even, I saw everybody (laughs) and their parents, everybody and their moms out there tweeting it on YouTube, on, on Twitter today. And I was the first one to say it. So don't, don't even, I was the first one. I said it, I said it when the angels hired him. So don't, don't give me Uh, that. Like, yeah, I said it. I saw everybody tweeting it. Going to call out Taylor Blake Ward. He said it too. Yeah, he did. So but no, no, but I'm seriously, excited. I'm, I'm, excited. I'm excited for him. Yeah. Um, j- just to hear him. And I mean, you always knew he was a baseball guy. He, he loved the game. He, he works incredibly, incredibly hard. And, um, uh, you, you know, he loves his guys. And now you can really see like what, what it is that makes him so successful everywhere he's been. Um, whether that be in Texas, Atlanta, even Oakland back in the day, like dude's just been successful everywhere. And it's, it's really cool to hear how excited he is to be a manager one more time. And, you know, some people were wondering if this was going to be even a thing. Cause like, you know, he's, he's in his seventies. Was he like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good, but you know, he, he said it, he's a leader and he wants to lead. And I'm super excited to see what he, what he can do with this team. I think in today's age of, of baseball and um, I think in today's age of baseball, I think we forget a lot about baseball. Is that weird to say, to think about that? Like nobody thinks about baseball anymore, the way that baseball. The other people, sure. Uh, I would say that's why I continue to have the Angels winning 76, 78. You know, that's because I remember the baseball. Um, But no, I I really like what Ron Ron talked about in his interviews. Um, Obviously, the goal always is is to run the West and, and to win. Uh, World Series and things like that. Every every team in Major League Baseball is going to go into their clubhouse in the first day of spring training and say, "Our goal is to win our division and win win a World Series." Whether that's the Oakland A's who are mm. are may or may not be trying. I was going to call hey, you out on that one. And say the Oakland A's are going to come into next year. They, saying, I guarantee you, Mark Kotz is going to go in there and be like, "Fellas, like you, you're fighting for you're fighting for a job right now, and let's go shock the world. Our our job is to go win a World Series." If you want to have a job next year, play good and and help us win a World Series. I mean, even the Cubs who were, uh, I think it was Rossi's second. Uh, it might have been last year or it was this year. I don't remember. But the Cubs weren't big playoff favorites. And Rossi sits in there and goes, hey, like, our job is is to win the division. And our job is to go win a World Series. And, like, he got everyone fired up. And it was, it was really, really good. So um, I could see Ron being that type of guy to really inspire a room. 
you know a couple things. Um, he's going to love his guys. He's going to fight for his guys. And his guys are going to be really, really prepared. And I think that's one thing that you and I have been really frustrated with um, over the last couple of years is it feels like the Angels aren't prepared. Um, you you look at I, I continue to go back to the to two years ago when uh, Phil Nevin was was the manager and the Mariners came into town. You and I were at the game and it was the merry-go-round uh, in that eighth inning, I believe. And I just continue to go back to the game and think like how unprepared the Angels were to play defense. Like you are the defensive guy. Phil Nevin came in as third base coach and defensive guy, and how unprepared they were defensively. It, it was unbelievable. And you see what Ron Washington talks about. You know, we're going to teach every single day. We are going to teach these young guys. These young guys are coming through the system really, really quickly. They're not really being taught a lot because it's more of like, hey, just go play. And, oh, now you're in the big leagues, you know, two months later. Oh, now you're in the big leagues, uh, what, maybe six months after being drafted, eight months after being drafted. You know, like Neto and and uh, Shanuel Ohapi was Ohapi was with the Angels for – yeah, Joyce. Yeah. Ohapi was with the Angels for a month before he got called up. Like, these these kids are – are being rushed through the system because that's what the angels need right now. They need guys in the big leagues that are going to produce and they're not really being taught things. And to hear, to hear Ron go, Hey, we're going to teach these guys how to play the game correctly. Like that's something that really excites me because I think that's, that's a big, big problem right now. Guys don't know how to play the game and and it shows because there are little things like blooper down the line trying to make the throw to third when the guy's safe easily instead of throwing it to second, keeping the double play in order. Um, Simple. Ba- little things like that. Yeah. Like that's the stuff that I think that the angels are going to be exceptionally better at this year, just because of Ron and his attention to detail, his love for the game, things like that. So I'm really, really excited for, for what, what Wash is going to do with this club and to see, I think the best part, the thing I'm most excited about is to see these young guys take that next step. Like Zach Neto, everyone's already saying like, Oh, go, go bet on him to win uh, a gold Gold glove next year. Like that's what everyone's saying. It's like, I'm just super excited to see him take that next step. Like we saw Sandoval take that next step two years ago and kind of, he kind of went two steps forward, one step back last year. Uh, Detmers kind of did the same thing where it was like one step back, one step forward, one step back, one step forward. But like, that's what I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see some of these young guys, take that next step forward of like, now I'm, now I'm a major leaguer, not just like I made the major leagues, but now I'm a, a major leaguer, like a guy who's going to stick in the big leagues and be an everyday guy. Not just a, well, you know, I got my cup of coffee. I was up and down. Like it was fun. Baseball, man, baseball. The angels have missed out on playing baseball and just regular baseball. Like you said, you know, Mike Sosha style baseball, the old, you know, the old way of playing baseball. I know that's not the way that baseball is played anymore and you can play it different ways, but I think that this is what the angels have been trying to build is what they've done in what they did in 2002. And that's what already wants. Um, and I think that can I just play devil's advocate to what you just said about the game not being played that way. I mean, look, look at what the Arizona Diamondbacks did. How did the Arizona Diamondbacks get to the world series? Whoa. This year? They you know, created we, chaos. They Tampa, played defense. The Dodgers. Tampa, Tampa doesn't do it. The Dodgers do don't do it. You know, the, those teams that are consistently very good teams, except for the Astros, who tend to be a very good team, 
Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I, I'll, I'll let you play what, devil's advocate. Look at what Arizona did this year. They all of, when they were in the postseason and even it, early on in the year, it was all about creating chaos, right? Like they, they had Corbin Carroll who would get on base and steal. They had uh, Alec Thomas who would get on base and steal. Like they had Moreno who, who was just like young and dumb and just let me hit the baseball and, and get a guy in. Uh, they had Evan Longoria who understood like, hey, let me just get the guy to third base with less than two outs. Let me drive in a run from second base. Um, yeah, they had they had the Christian Walkers who we, who were going up there trying to hit tanks and things like that, but they just created chaos. And the other thing they did was they played defense. The two top teams in, in Major League Baseball when it comes to fielding percentage were the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Both those two teams ended up in the in the World Series. You play defense, you pitch. It's gonna get you. It's gonna get you where you want to be. That's what the Angels did not do last year. The Angels were one of the worst defensive teams in baseball. And I know with Wash coming back in as a manager for his second stint, first stint with the Angels, like I know he's going to make sure the Angels are a good defensive team. We might not be great in year one. We might not be the the top team, but I think the Angels are going to definitely be in that top 10, not in the bottom 10. I know the name that really like sticks out to me when it comes to um, guys that could really improve from Ron Washington and staff coming in. And you mean beside the guy we just talked to last last show, Joe Adele, Joe Adele would be yes, Joe Adele would be one A, one B would be Luis Renifo. What? Yeah, right. Like that. That's that's such an interesting name to me. Um, and it's kind of a good segue into what I'd like to talk about next. And that is actually, I guess. Some rumors, some some baseball news, some Angels news, um, Angels, and if the trend of Perry early and often, by the way, um, continues, then these two names make a lot of sense, and it makes a lot of sense for what the Angels and Perry Benassian and staff did last year, and that's the Angels are linked to Tim Anderson and Jimer Candelario early on here in this offseason. Um, now one name I'm extremely interested in one name. I'm not so much. And I think you're with me because we've talked about this off the air. And that would be one being that I'm extremely interested in Tim Anderson on a one-year deal, unless you can swing away to get swing him to multi-year deal for if relatively you inexpensive. Deal, maybe if you, if you can get him for multi-years and relatively inexpensive, I'm, I'm excited. Um, uh, now Candelario, I prefer not to see that. That's a, that's a very Tyler Anderson s move, um, and not not in the fact that like Tyler Anderson no no it is bad, but like I, the fact no, that you're is. you're coming off of a you're coming off a career year, um, maybe back to back career years. Um, and Tim Anderson has had a lot of success in the past. Um, not a great baseball player, but a good baseball player. You've rattled off the numbers. I think he had four straight three hundred um, batting average seasons. Whatever you want to take from that, not a big power guy. Um, not a great yeah, fifteen. He was like a, 13 to 15, which is pretty you, good. You know what his stats are and what you hope what you hope for out of this? And I don't know if it's going to change your mind, but his stats for, you know, when he was pretty good with with the Chicago White Sox reminds me a lot of what you hope for out of Nolan Shanwell, a 300 hitter that hits 15 to 20 home runs. Now, I know you're not excited about that. and We don't need to get in on, into the prospect side of stuff, but. That's what you hope for out of, out of Nolan Shanwell. And if you can somehow find a way to get Tim Anderson back to where he was, or even a quarter to where he was, 270, 
80 hitter with, you know, 15 home runs at second base and, you know, being able to play shortstop in a pinch if Zach Neto goes down or somebody like that. Um, and you're really not losing much. Um, I, I'm, I'm not upset about that. Now, Candelario is a bigger risk. He's going to want more money um, per year and he's going to want to, you know, want more years than Tim Anderson. I think Tam- Tim Anderson is going to want to prove himself and get a big deal. So I don't, I, I, I'm intrigued um, with, with Tim Anderson, Jam- Jammer Candelario, not as much. Um, I'll let you talk about those two though. Yeah. A lot, a lot of interesting things with Tim Anderson, Tim Anderson. The, the nice thing is, we had some Zach Neto injuries last year. He had the back injury. It would be nice to have a competent shortstop, a guy who you could put there and be like, hey, this guy can play there every day for a month or two, and it's fine. Devil's um, advocate, Luis Renifo, David Fletcher, go ahead. Yeah, those guys can't play there every day for a month or two. Those guys aren't good enough defensively. It's it's not even close. Um, and if you look at the numbers, people will be like, oh, Tim Anderson was a minus two guy last year, which is a league average shortstop. And Luis Rangifo and David Fletcher playing there would not be league average. Um, so that's one thing. Next thing, table setter. The Angels need a leadoff hitter. They need a guy. And you, I know you love to point out Nolan Chanuel. Look at David Fletcher's first couple of years. He was the same guy as Nolan Chanuel his first couple of years. And then the Houston Astros came along and said, hey, how about you just put a guy in short right field and say, beat me. And guess what? Nobody, they never got beat because David Fletcher couldn't beat him that way. So all it takes is one stupid team to just be like, hey, we're going to play Nolan Chanuel this way. Beat me. Like, we're just going to play super, super shallow. We're going to play uh, straight up and super shallow. We're going to play him oppo uh, in the air, or oppo in left and pull in center and right, and we're just going to let him let him hit it. Now he's a 260 hitter with no pop. That's not a leadoff hitter. He has no speed. Like he doesn't fit the mold of a leadoff hitter. Yes, he's he. Yes, he walks. Yes, he gets on base. Perfect six guy. Stay Perfect focused. guy to hit in the six hole. Stay focused. We're talking about Tim Anderson here, not I know. David Fletcher. I, I wasn't even talking about David Fletcher. Um, mm. It was Nolan Chanuel, but um, Tim Anderson, leadoff hitter, can really get things going. He can steal some bases. He's when he's right and healthy, he's going to get on base. He'll play a good second base. We saw him do it in the WBC. He, he's going to have professional at-bats. Yeah, there's going to be a little bit of swag and a little bit of flair. The Angels don't really have that. It'd be nice to have someone with a little bit of swag and a little bit of flair. Um we talked about this before, be, by the way. I'd love to see the Angels be the most hated team in baseball again. Why not? I mean, right. so with, with Tim and, and Tim Anderson, like we talked about, four straight years, over 300. Four straight years of, I believe it was a 13 home runs or more, except for 2020. You take that year out, I believe he had eight. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm really intrigued with Tim Anderson. I think he makes a lot of sense. Um, I think he would play way better defense than Luis Rangifo, and everyone's going to say, well, Luis Rangifo was a gold glove finalist like as a utility guy because they had nobody else to put in there. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited with Tim Anderson. I don't know if he if he's going to be there, um, but I think it makes sense. Like this is one of those that makes sense. Candelario to me, I understand the move, but it doesn't make sense. If that, I, I don't know if that if you're tracking me on this. He's had an OPS over 800 twice in his career, once in 2020 and this year at 807. So not a overly offensive guy, uh, not a big power hitter. Not a big walk guy as well. So he's more of just like 
the normal angel guy where it's like, well, he's going to hit 20, 15, 20 homers, not really get on base as much as you would like him to, not really hit with as much power as you would like him to. A little bit of flexibility. He's played first in the past. He's played third in the past. So I understand that Perry's probably sick and tired of watching Anthony Rendon play 15 games a year. And he wants to have a contingency plan of, hey, if Anthony Rendon can't play uh, 100 games, who's going to play 62 games at third? Like, if Anthony Rendon can't even play 30 games, who's going to play the 136, 132 games at, at third base? You know, like, so it makes sense to me. But but I don't think Jaimer Candelario is better than Brandon Jury. I think Brandon Jury could do exactly what what uh, Jaimer Candelario can at third base and offensively. Um, you already have him on the team. He makes less money than, than Candelario. And maybe, maybe Candelario will play a little bit better defense. But offensively, like, they're the same player. I, I think I'd rather have Brandon Jury the way he played last year for the Angels, and I'm not a big Brandon Jury guy. So the Candelario thing doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That's just me. I, I'm more in on Tim Anderson because of the athleticism, because of the opportunity he has to lead off for this team. Uh, the Angels need a guy to get on base in front of Mike Trout. They they do. And it'd be nice to have a guy who can steal some bases, get on, on base in front of Mike Trout, get to second base. And now there's a runner on second, nobody out, and Mike Trout's up. And you have to decide, are you going to pitch to Mike or are you going to put him on and have first and second, nobody out? And now you you can really create some chaos, right? So that that's what the Angels are looking for, in my opinion. I think that's why they've checked in on Tim Anderson, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, and to uh, to your point here, Candelario was a two sixty hitter last year with uh, two fifty hitter last year with twenty two home runs, a one seventeen WRC plus, and a three point three Fangraphs WAR. Brandon Jury two sixty hitter, twenty six home runs, one fourteen WRC plus, two point five Fangraphs WAR. Um, very similar players. Not upset if you can figure out a way for. Jammer Candelario, and I'm definitely saying his name wrong because I suck at names. Um, but if you can find a way for him to be that three win, almost four win player that he's been, that he was last year and was in 2021, then I'm not upset with spending $15 million on him. Um, I would rather see Tim Anderson on a one year deal and see if he can return back to his form, which is a three year, three win player for um, probably $5 million less. So, um, and you get a little more flexibility, I think, with 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 Tim Anderson over Brandon Jury or over. And I did just Lyon. look it up. I did just look it up. Jury and Candelario. Jury's worst year is a negative four defensive run save. Candelario last year was a negative five defensive run save to third. So very similar. Players. Both both those are at third base. Which uh, is this is what the Angels have been lacking though is this type of depth for when guys to go down. Um, and I know that you can't rely on 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 Anthony Rendon by any means, but you know this is this is the depth that good teams have is 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 players like this. I'm do, just do saying, you want to be paying Candelario fifteen million dollars to be a guy who's going to play four days a week though? Oh no, hundred percent. I I agree with that. This is, it's the whole bullpen conversation that we've had before in the past too. Where like, do you want to? You would do you really want to spend on? Uh, Ryan Tapera, Carlos Estevez, Aaron Loop, those type of guys, or do you want to spend a little, you know, a little less? I know bullpen. We're talking bullpen and and guys that are going to, you know, play 100 and 
30 games or something, something along. Well, and you don't even know Candelaria would play 130 games. It would probably be closer to like 100 games, maybe 80, 80 to 100 games is if Rendon is healthy, right? Like yeah. if Anthony Rendon's healthy, he's, he's playing hopefully 125 games at third base. And I'd rather have Brandon Drury at that and Tim Anderson playing second base and, and yeah. or Brandon Drury it, and Luis exactly. Renifo taking that side of things and exactly over spending 15 mil. So yeah, I, I agree. I'm not, not upset either way you go. If, if the angels do decide to go this way early and often has been, is always the theme with the angels it seems to be um, especially with Perry Manassi and, and staff um, would rather see Tim Anderson would love to know what the, uh, what the fans on YouTube think. So go ahead and drop that in the comments down below. I do think it's going to be a harder year to be early and often though, with so many guys that you're waiting to fall. Like I know typically you're waiting for one or two big hitters to fall, but this year you have Yamamoto who's supposed to get, who's going to get uh, posted here. You got to wait on him because he, he's the big boy, right? For well, you, look at, you look at the and infield market waiting. though, you're not waiting on anybody in the infield market. You know, like if you're talking about JD Drew or Teoscar Hernandez and you're like, well, we're outfielders slash like could be DH guys. Where's Shohei Otani going to go? And that's going to dictate our, our market. Like, well, that's, but that's what I'm set. saying is like Shohei Otani and Yamamoto are both going to dictate a lot of markets because yes. Yamamoto is going to get paid. Like he's not going to be a guy who's going to make 20, 15, 20 million dollars. He's going to make 30, probably 25, 30 mil. Yep. And so he's going to get paid. So everyone else, if you're trying to attack an Aaron Nola, if you're trying to attack a Blake Snell, like those guys might be like, Hey, we want to see what Yamamoto gets. We want to see what Otani gets. And then maybe we can fit ourselves maybe right underneath that or right above that, depending on where, where they end up. And same thing with like a Candelario. Like I think he's kind of going to wait for, for a job where it's like, well, maybe there's a team out there that's trying to get a Shohei Otani. And it's like, well, if we don't get Otani, then we attack it this way. And we go get Candelario. We go get, um, Teoscar Hernandez and we go get uh, Reese Hoskins or something like that and so some of these guys I think are really going to have to wait for the big boys but it sounds sounds like when we talked to TBW Taylor Blake Ward a couple of weeks ago um, he, his guess was Otani signs before the winter meetings and you're starting to hear those rumblings of Otani possibly signing before those winter meetings so maybe TBW's on something we'll see we'll see don't don't give him that much credit man don't 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 do that. Come on. Now I'm going to get a phone call from him and he's going to be like, no, no. no. So, all right. All right. Got to get him on the good side. <laughs> I'm all with world famous Taylor Blake Ward. So, uh, any final thoughts before we let everybody go? Run through a wall, baby. Run through a yeah, wall. Run through a wall. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm really curious to see what, what happens Friday. Friday, you're going to see a lot of non tender candidates mm-hmm. all come out. Uh, you've already seen Cal Quantrill get DFA'd, which I thought was crazy because he probably felt like a non-tender candidate, not a DFA candidate, which is basically going to be the same thing. But it allows other teams to pick him up for you know six, seven million dollars, which could limit some trade market things like that as well. So be looking for, for something in the next couple of days. Who knows if the Angels are in on on it? They did just add Jack Kohanovich uh, to the to the forty man, which was pretty obvious. Um, they got some spots. I believe it's one spot left, but they're gonna they're gonna have to make some moves because I don't think you can have Max Sassy and uh, Matt Thice on this roster at the same time with Logan O'Hoppy. So they're gonna have to make a couple of moves. They're gonna have to do some things, and then 
you know, obviously with the free agents, you're going to have to make some moves too. So this is going to be a, a interesting couple of weeks. Hopefully things start to pick up a little bit. Absolutely. So well, that being said, guys, go ahead and follow us on all our social medias. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube or wherever you are listening to us. Follow myself on X at Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Green 34 Guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. Have a great rest of your day. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.